Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is that you are listening to this podcast. Welcome to Coffee and Christ. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed. We help people go from isolation to community. That is the problem that we are all facing. That even before the pandemic, we were more isolated than at any time, even though we were more connected than at any time. And some context around that is if, you know, we're brought up in a culture of it's me, I can do it, right? Just do it, me, it's all about me. Well, that is Satan talking. It is really about community. You know, two or more together, God is with us. Satan can't penetrate two people thinking together. So this is a movement, you guys, life transform movement, creating love spaces and places. Places Get involved with us. Become a member of the team. Become a, a, a customer, a client. There's so many ways you can get involved with us. But I guarantee you, you will have positive mindset pumped into you. You will be surrounded by people who are for you, don't judge you, and are in harmony with you. And who could ask for anything more in today's world? Because, of course, that's what we were designed for. All right, let's jump right in. Those of you, if this is your first time, I give you guys and gals a weekly look at what I do every day with my uh, morning devotion. And not rehearsed. I don't know what's coming up. I don't know what, what it is I'm going to be reading. And I just react as I would normally react. So this helps me to um, know that I'm sharing it with all of you out there too. All right, verse of the day. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin. Whoa. Isn't that... What a great God. So that we could... Be made right with God through Christ. Yeah, that's amazing if you just understand that. You know, God met G you know, made Jesus who never sinned to be the offering for our sin. Oh my goodness. That is big. That is big. If and, and you know, as I really think into that, it makes my heart so full and it makes it uh it makes me want to live the kind of life that Jesus came here to show us how to live and to be that example and to, to uh, share God with everybody I come in contact with. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. It's the way I live. It's the way I enjoy living, and it's the way I want to live always. <clears throat> okay, so let's get right into the plan. And today... It is power with a purpose. Ready. Once upon a movie, wise old Ben Parker told young Peter Parker that with great power comes great responsibility. Anyone who knows Spider-Man knows this line. But it doesn't just apply to Spider-Man. It applies to you too. And you've got a power greater than Spider-Man's. Jesus promised his disciples that they would have power when the Holy Spirit came on them. This power would give them great influence, unheard of abilities, and supernatural stamina. But the power came with a great responsibility. It was for being witnesses of God 
to the nations. Isn't this crazy? This is just what I talked about with the verse of the day. That's how God works, you guys. Two totally separate sources and the same message. Boom. So I take that as a, a reinforcement to me to continue. I've in, in my life, it's been continue to up-ramp what you're doing in going and making disciples and showing Jesus to people. So I, I have to continue to up my game into those areas that may be uncomfortable for me. But keep upping my game. <clears throat> oh, this is so good. It was for being witnesses of God to the nations. God gives us his power for his purpose and his glory. It's not for our own agenda or popularity. Amen. Later in the book of Acts, we'll find someone who tried to use God's power for himself, and it got him into trouble. Sometimes the problem is we don't even use the power at all. We waste our time and energy on things that won't last in eternity. In the meantime, people are dying apart from Jesus. Is that ever convicting? That convicts me for sure. I mean, most of my life was spent... Was spent using my time and energy and things that won't last in eternity. But now that I'm aware, it's time, and I am, and we're creating a team of people and a community of people who are making every effort to get people that are apart from Jesus to Jesus. When Peter Parker accepted responsibility for his powers, it gave him a purpose. This purpose helped him keep going even though there were many times he wanted to give up. In the same way, every believer has a significant purpose. We have been entrusted with the eternal futures of people all over the world. We can't waste time. We can't stay idle. No one is insignificant. Everyone has a part to play. The question is, what are you doing with the power that God has given, the power that God gives all believers? Set. Have you received the power of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Yes, for sure. Are you using the power God has given you? Yes, I am. Witness what I'm doing now and selling the wine store and hatching life transformed and love spaces and places and every day of my life living to honor God. <clears throat> Go. Be confident to share the gospel because he... Because you have the power of the Holy Spirit. If you haven't received the Holy Spirit yet, talk to your minister or leader about it. They can help you understand and receive the Holy Spirit. And you guys, I, I can help. I've helped a couple of people to do that. And you can. So if you're listening to this, if you happen to be listening to this, and this all of a sudden stirs you, and there's something in you that says, my goodness, I want to live in that world. Reach out to me. I mean, this can be done. We can do this. Uh, I'd love, love, love to help anyone receive the Holy Spirit because it is an amazing experience. And once you truly receive it and embrace it, holy cow, there's no stopping you. It is so inspiring. Okay, let's read from Acts. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That is the mission, the Great Commission, right? 
Yet I dare not boast, this is from Romans, yet I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me. Romans 15. Bringing the Gentiles to God by my message and by the way I worked among them. They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the powers of God's Spirit. In this way, I fully presented the good news of Christ from Jerusalem all the way to Illyricum. I don't know if I said that right. My ambition has always been to preach the good news where the name of Christ has never been heard, rather than where a church has already been started by someone else. Yes, and that is, oh my goodness. So that is literally what we want to do with um, Life Transform, right? Is, is to take, you know, we're not looking to take church people. We're looking to for people who haven't, aren't in church and get, you know, give them an opportunity to hear about Christ. Oh, so good. All right, so now I'm sharing this to my notes because this is this is how I am motivated when I and I'll read these notes anything that that has to do with the movement and the community that we're trying to create I'll put that in my notes and then I'll look at that later <coughs> to inspire. Now we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 2. When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I didn't use lofty words and impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling. And my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I shared that with a friend of mine this week. They were going into a big discussion, <clears throat> potential client. We talked about just letting the Holy Spirit speak. So powerful. I did this so you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. So good. You guys, that has been transformational for me and will continue for all my life, I'm sure. Don't trust human wisdom, but in the power of God. Always filter everything. You may think, oh yeah, I know what to do. I know how to react. But filter it through the Holy Spirit. Filter it through the Word. Filter it through what Jesus would do. Filter it through that. And you are gonna you're gonna get much better results, I can guarantee it. <clears throat> it's just true. Just have to believe me. Oh, this is so good. So now I write my response. So inspired. The daily devotional and this coincided big piece. So that's a God wink. And so the message God is saying to me is get out of your comfort zone. of your comfort zone and reach people boldly.
with the gospel. I love it. Yeah, because I mean, really, we are only on this earth a short time. And it's like, oh, it's time to go, people. If you're hearing this and you're, you're inspired and you're like, yeah, Bob, it's time to go. Well, then reach out. Let's go. We can figure out how to get you involved in what we're doing because we are going. We want to have these, these, this community spread all over the world. So those of you who say, oh, that's crazy, so fine. You, you, you have to have that kind of big vision or else you're never going to achieve it. Just think, even if we don't achieve that big vision, which I'm confident we will, just think about all the people we're going to reach because of that big vision, because we're playing bigger versus smaller just saying, oh, I'm just going to help out in where I work now and I'm going to be good. And, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not putting anybody down that has that mindset, but I just challenge everybody to think bigger. Everybody just think a little bit bigger. Okay, let's go to 2 Samuel 22 right now. David's song of praise. David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my savior. From violent people you save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and have been saved from my enemies. The waves of death swirled about me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I called out to my God. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The foundations of the heavens shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. The valley of the sea were exposed, and the foundations of the earth laid bare at the rebuke of the Lord at the blast of breath from his nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness and according to the clean cleanness of my hands he has rewarded me so this is so cool this is all of course old testament stuff and you guys if you haven't read the old testament there's a lot of killing and violence and and god is just watching he's leading he's trying to lead his people the right way but they keep getting diverted back into this world worshiping other idols and and personal greed and all that kind of thing and everybody is tempted throughout the Old Testament. And 
I think it really plays out into today's world as well. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I am not guilty of turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and have kept myself from sin. Now, David, I think, is going a little too far here. I don't think he, I can't remember if it's already where he's sinned. But yeah, he sinned. I think he's being a little whiny here. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness. Well, this is true. He will reward us according to our righteousness. And yesterday is done. So he's already forgiven you for those sins. So just like step forward. That's the message. Step forward. According to my cleanness in his sight. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To the blameless you show yourself blameless. To the pure you show yourself pure. But to the devious you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them low. You, Lord, are my lamp. The Lord turns my darkness into light. So with your help, I can advance against the troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The, Lord, the Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving help my shield. You, your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and crushed them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them completely and they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight. And I destroyed my foes. That's the other thing that you'll see throughout the Old Testament is when God is with you and you have faith in God, he will clear the way for you. But if you have any doubt, right, God knows that. So you guys, this is a heart thing. It's not a head thing. Get out of our heads into our heart. This is a heart thing. You have to have total faith. And he will. He will clear the path for you. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as the dust of the earth. I pounded and trampled them like mud in the streets. You delivered me from the attacks of the peoples. You have preserved me as the head of nations. People I did not know now serve me. Foreigners cower before me. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. They all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be my God, the rock, my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who puts the nations under me, who sets me free from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From a violent man you rescued me. Therefore, I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. And here is what um, some words from John Maxwell on, on that verse. God is the source, not people or material resources. Despite David's serious lapses in both judgment and godliness, he continued to seek the Lord out of the depths of his soul from the beginning of his life to its very end. 
In the twilight of his years, David sang a beautiful song declaring God as the source of his victory. That's what we just read. He declared that neither horses nor chariots could deliver him, but only the hand of the living God. When, toward the end of his reign, David took a census against God's will, the Lord gave him his choice of punishment, seven years of famine, three months of fleeing from his enemies, or three days pestilence. David chose the epidemic, saying, I am in deep distress. Let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. But do not let me fall into human hands. Whether in punishment or provision, David knew that God is always the right choice. He still is. Oh my goodness, I love John Maxwell's wisdom. Listen, that's how it applies today. And that's how it applies in my life and in your life. I will say that definitively. God is always the choice. He still is today. Think about any situation that you're going through in life. If you just make God the choice, if you, if you just make Jesus the choice, that is the way to go. Don't let the world, this world, man's temptations tempt you, right? We're living in a fallen world. We're living in a world that Satan controls. This is his domain. And we are in it to show a better way. We are in it to give people the truth. And if you just want to boil it down, is what John just said there. God is the way. That is it. That is the answer to every issue that is, the, um, that is the thing we praise for every positive circumstance, right? It's all God. It's, ne it's never me. It's always God. If something good happens, praise God. If something bad happens, praise God, right? Because there's something in there for me. There's a lesson. And I know these are words, uh, but I would challenge you to really think into that. And take a step back and just reflect on where you're at in life right now. And if you can turn any, any situation that is troubling you into gratitude. And I can help you do that. I can give you some examples of that. So connect. Connect. Again, you always have to take the first step. That's in God's world. I can share with you my truth and share my example and be the light for you, but you always have to take the first step, as do I. Always have to take the first step. I mentioned earlier about getting out of my comfort zone and taking a step, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing this challenge, and I'm going to get out of my comfort zone here, you guys, and I'm going to go full in. I'm going to go full in. Thank you. And I thank you because sharing this with the podcasting audience helps inspire me as well. And I, I encourage you to do this with other people as much as possible because that's where the real power comes. All right, let's go to Sarah Young. We're always excited about going to Sarah Young and her verse for the for the day. Today is April 29th. Let me teach you thankfulness. Okay, here we go again. Just what I was talking about. Gratitude in every situation. Begin by acknowledging that everything, all of your possessions and all that you are, belong to me. There it is. 
I got to chill. Another God wink. The dawning of each new day is a gift for me, not to be taken for granted. The earth is vibrantly alive with my blessings, giving vivid testimony to my presence. If you slow down your pace of life, you can find me anywhere. Witness, if you guys are on Instagram, look at Instagram. I posted something. I've got my office finally put together here. And I posted a picture of the view I have as I plan my day in the morning. And that's what I talked about, the beauty of God. Some of my most precious children have been laid aside in sick beds or shut away in prisons. Others have voluntarily learned the discipline of spending time alone with me. The secret of being thankful is learning to see everything from my perspective. Amen. My world is your classroom. My word is a lamp to your feet and a light for your path. Okay, you cannot make this up. Didn't we just read that? The lamp. I love it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. That's from Hebrews 12, 28 to 29. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament and the firmament shows his handiwork. That's Psalm 19. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Psalm 119. Isn't that amazing, you guys? I love it. Love it, love it, love it. This is how God works. When you are in the word, and that's why it's called a living word, um, because it speaks to you where you are, and it can apply to the situation, any situation or circumstance that you're facing in the moment. So I encourage you, I implore you to um, embrace that, use that, um, be humbled by that, and just be joyful about that. Okay, you guys, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed. You've been listening to Coffee and Christ, my weekly share of my daily devotional practice with you. Reach out to us at life-transform.com. The website is going through some changes now, but you can still get access to our email list, which will begin again in May. We'll start sending out emails again in May. Uh, Connect with us on social media. Um, Message me. We can get in touch. We can talk about how you can get involved in our movement and our community. It is so exciting, you guys, to be going and making disciples to serve the kingdom. So so jump on board because we are going to do this thing. All right. Take care. Until next time. Love you. We'll talk to you soon.